0: saw, when I went up the stair, a little man who wasn't there. He wasn't there again
1: today. I wish, I wish he'd stay away. When I came home tonight at three, the man was waiting there for me.
2: We need to go now.
1: But you only just got here.
3: Welcome to Fear Me. Fear
2: Me. (laughs) You
0: just see me. Hi, I'm Kim.
3: Stuart.
1: And Scott.
0: Welcome to another episode of the Fear Me Podcast. This is episode 72. And we are going to cover Fear the Walking Dead, Season 3, Episode 5, Burning in Water, Drowning in Flame. Wow! So
2: profound.
0: Very
3: how was your week going there, Scott?
0: Um, It's
1: been a stinker so far. That's good. Yeah, this this is going to be a nice respite <laughs> from it.
3: <laughs> yeah, good. Well, that's your, your weekly therapy. We will yes, have two yes. therapy sessions this week.
1: Yeah, that's right. Boy, we're going to have to really break out the uh, A-game.
3: Yeah, that's right. Okay. I know. Yeah.
1: Kim's going to have to step up because Stu and I can't
3: do it. Mm-mm. We don't have an A-game. No, I, I don't have an A-game. I don't have any game.
0: You don't have a D-game? No, game. I don't have
3: game. all. We, we got no game. mm You ah. got the game, sister.
0: Well, there's so much going on on TV right now. Like, oh. I feel like I'm, t- I'm No, I'm not TV'd out. That's the wrong way to say it. But. Mm-hmm. Like, we're so busy watching TV now.
1: I know. I still haven't gotten around to watching the the uh, the end of Fargo, which was last week. Oh.
0: Yeah, we haven't been watching that. But the mist started.
3: <laughs> they brushed that to the side. <laughs> but the mist started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Ooh. mist did start. Why did you bring that up? Because that was not good either. <laughs> no, it really wasn't good. I was like, wait, is this just like a repeat of the old one? No, it's like uh, I thought it was more like <laughs> the TV under movie. the dome.
0: Uh, that's yeah. what I said. Yeah, I, I don't want to say it's worse than the movie, and the movie was good, mm-hmm. right? You know, for a Stephen King movie
3: till the ending. It, it definitely had uh, the feeling of the sci fi channel as yeah. we were watching it. I was kept waiting for, oh, okay, something better. And it's like, no, bad actor again, no bad <laughs> actor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, not uh, all the actors are bad. The good. mom from Six Feet Under is on on there.
3: <laughs> well, I think Scott's text at the end of it was like, "Well, that was it." <laughs> 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 so we'll keep holding out hope. Maybe. Yeah, maybe under. we'll see a
1: rebound for they might a try do, or
0: a They might do a, a Fear of the Walking Dead turn and like suck it first and then be awesome. Yeah, okay, I,
3: I just I just don't understand. I mean, you guys read the book. I never read the book, and you know, well, it wasn't the... even. It's not even a book. It was a short story. Okay, short story. It, yeah, obviously, it, it seems like a short story. It seems like okay, the mist comes, then a lot of people die, and there's problems because of the mist. It's like, where do you take it from there?
0: Well, right. they're stretching it out with this whole like rape scenario, which I'm not crazy about. Well, they're
1: just they're just trying to create a whole vehicle from what's going on in the mist, and it's just not the story. Not that, not that I'm saying they have to, they have to go by Stephen King's story or anything like that. I mean, I wouldn't mind them if they, you know, if this whole thing was just what happened to some other people that were caught in the mist
2: mm-hmm. in another
1: place or something like that. But this has the feel of uh, of coming up with something that's just like a recurring story that keeps going on and on and on. Mm-hmm. You
3: know, it's a cool nugget of an idea that they're not able to then extrapolate on. Right. Yeah, so, I don't know how
0: they're going to be able to sustain it.
3: That's why I think we have to at least give it like two or three episodes.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, to, yeah. to see, I mean, to I see, see still how watch far it. they
3: dig the hole on this one.
1: It's pretty bad, though. I can't remember what night it's on.
0: Thursdays. So we actually won't be able to watch it because we'll be recording for Preacher. Mm. We'll have to watch it later.
1: Did I watch it last week? Was yes, that the did. first episode? Yeah. Last week? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I watched it. That's right. You could watch, actually, the uh, the... The second and third episodes online, evidently.
0: Yeah, they're yes. free already. Spike mm-hmm. TV. Yeah. So in the meantime, what are you drinking, Scott?
1: I am breaking out one that you guys turned me on to a long time ago. And it's the Southern Juice by Jekyll Brewery in ah. um, Alpharetta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys had saved me a couple of them, and I'm finally getting around to drinking one. And uh, it's delicious. Good.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm glad it you is. like it. It's like crisp, it
1: it's snappy, it's happy.
3: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Stu, what are you drinking? I've got a, a local uh, from Gate City Brewery here in Roswell. Ah, nice. And this mm-hmm. is the OTP, or the Outside the Perimeter Ale.
1: Nice. You've had, ale. you've had one of
3: those on, on the show before,
2: too. Yeah, not, that, not
1: that beer, but a different We different had the version.
3: Copper Ale, I think, before, Mm -hmm. and this one is uh, India Pale Ale, and it's actually very good. This is actually probably one of their best at the brewery, so if you get a chance to go to Gate City, uh, definitely try the OTP. Cool.
0: And I am drinking one from your neck of the woods, Scott, from Catawba (sighs) Brewing Company.
3: Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It's called White Zombie White Ale.
1: White Zombie, yes, that's a white ale. Uh It's
0: very good. I like it. It's they got uh, coriander and orange peel. It's supposed to be a Halloween seasonal, but they've decided to release it all year round. Is it from yeah, Morganton? Is that where it's from? Morganton, North Carolina. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's yeah. actually the one One of theirs you see the, almost the most floating around as white zombie. Oh, okay. I'm surprised I, to
3: see I, it down here.
0: I've
1: never actually had it. I, I'm not big on white uh, wheat ales or whatever, but um,
2: so
3: I've never really tried it, but eh, it's good. may give it a run.
1: Good.
2: I like it.
3: Well, if, if it's a wheat ale and Kim likes it, then it's probably pretty good because she's yeah. not a big wheat ale, ale person. But. Right.
0: True that. All right. So, Fear the Walking Dead, Season 3, Episode 5, Burning in Water, Drowning in Flame.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty heavy-duty uh, <laughs>
0: title there, You're, huh?
3: you're going to try and pick the title apart?
0: I'm thinking about it in my head.
3: <laughs> uh, I just...
0: <laughs> you know... Burning House, I think right. Alicia in the Water. Contradicting right.
3: terms that they thought, yes. you know, that sounds pretty cool, man. Well, it's, I, I
1: I recognize that from somewhere. I think it's from, from a title of a book or something. I
3: felt like or it fam- was from something else, else author, too, actually. I just but... can't remember, though.
0: Well, now that Stuart has said contradictions in terms, that's kind of interesting, because like Nick is accepting family now, which is opposite of the way he was, and Alicia is kind of giving up on... The beauty of life.
3: Well, she's just hooking up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but no, what Kim's saying is like I she know. was giving up on I the art do. and all that stuff that yep. Jake was. Yeah. So there's contradicting characters that are coupling up now. Mm-hmm. Where you got Jake and Alicia, and then you've got Otto mm-hmm. and Nick. Yes. That yes. not he's they're not coupling up. Although God, they, I hope not. No, but they they're cleaning there's up. There's a that big house. age. There's a big big
1: age difference there still.
3: Yeah. Well, you know, he gave him a gun. <laughs> no but they're Uh, they're, yes they're making a uh, home together (laughs) yeah (laughs) there there are relationships beginning that are contradicting where the people's past are contradicting Mm
2: -hmm.
3: each other Mm -hmm. yeah 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 that's what their values are now yeah i think I, i think that's one of the things that is the
1: real highlight of this season has been the character's developing relationships has been so much more interesting than it's been in in the previous season and yeah. even actually tell you the truth what's going on with the walking dead these days um <laughs> these character interactions are really well done well thought out and kind of fun to watch i mean i loved watching nick and and jeremiah because you know jeremiah is kind of a he's a hard one to peg and we all know nick is
2: yeah mm-hmm.
1: you know So it's kind of fun watching them kind of dance around their words.
3: Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of kind of that uncomfortable conversation that was going on, because like you were saying, and I was Madison and and Troy as well, Mm -hmm. uh, the Mm -hmm. same sort of thing, where like you're saying, dancing around, we didn't Mm -hmm. know where the conversation was going. and, And like, it almost seemed like everybody was trying to control it in a certain way. But mm-hmm. it was very, yeah, it was very uncomfortable direction to all the conversations. Almost every
1: almost every conversation that's going on there has to do with, with people feeling each other out, trying to, you know, really get a feel for what they're doing without actually always saying what's on their minds.
2: Yes. Well,
0: I thought it was interesting, the pairings with Nick and Jeremiah. They mm-hmm. both are coming from a background of addiction. Mm-hmm uh jeremiah has the alcohol nick has drugs and then madison and troy are both coming from a troubled past we don't quite know what madison's troubled past is yet but i'm sure we're going to find out soon and then troy's is just he's just a -a Mm wackadoodle
1: right and it's also interesting too because you're you're watching
0: oh and alicia and jake too
1: yes exactly and that that one is actually really kind of interesting too because you know we don't really have much of a feel for Jake. His his mm. character's really not been fleshed out very much yet, but Alicia is definitely going through some some uh, serious character building
3: going on this season. And I wonder if Jake is really going to have that much more to him other than what we've seen. There, I mean, there's definitely possibilities for that, but in line with what you were we were just saying, the Jake Alicia thing is they've both been. They're, both of their lives have kind of been put to the side because of their siblings that are screwed up.
0: Yes,
1: very good point. So
3: very good point. They're making that connection. mm
2: mm-hmm. Mhm. Yep.
3: Yeah,
1: and they're both they both are somewhat cynical about what they're saying too. Jake is not necessarily believing everything his father's saying, but he's only opening that up to like Alicia. Right. And so forth. You know, it's not something he wants to say in front of the other people around there.
0: And I have a feeling we're going to find out a lot more about Jake too.
1: I do too, actually. I I think we'll get some more. I
0: think there's some something
1: more. deeper there, but I think I think he's destined, like many very likable characters on this sh- on these shows, to bite. Yeah, at some point, <laughs> some point in the near future. <laughs> but and it's going to cool. be it's going to be a tragic compass. death, and it's going to pull the harp strings. I think, and hell, then, up, maybe I think uh, maybe Troy kills him.
0: Yeah, and then Alicia will be destroyed, mm-hmm. and she'll be pissed off.
1: I'm actually, you know, based on what I what what uh, Jeremiah keeps saying and so forth about Troy, I mean, you know, one of the reasons why Jeremiah is put up with Troy and his stuff is because he's so guilt-ridden over how he treated Troy growing up. You know, he even says in this episode that that even though he saw that that incident with Troy, it still didn't get him off the bottle. Right. But I think I think we may find that if the demise comes to Troy at some point. We may see it as being actually a relief for Jeremiah. To have I'm that.
0: wondering if Jeremiah is not even the cause—the cause of mm-hmm. his death. Eventually, I do not
1: th- I, I don't know. I don't get that feeling. I get more the feeling that so he's—he's—he's he's, he's just gonna, you know, someone's gonna do it, and he's gonna not be as big a problem about it. It'll be a relief for him. Yeah, because it's mm-hmm. a hell of a burden to be carrying around.
0: So, what did you think about the opening scene?
1: Ah, oh, fantastic!
0: Good. I'm glad you liked that. I thought yeah. you would think it was cheesy.
1: No, I thought it was actually fantastic.
0: But I love the idea that the old lady took her teeth out before she yes. went to bed. <laughs> that was kind yeah. of funny. And was just yeah. gumming them to death.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was it was it was tender. It was it was heart wrenching, and and cute. But at the same time, there was a, just a tiny bit of humor thrown in there too.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah. to know that the last scene from the previous episode was them dancing on the porch. yeah, So sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I thought so it was fantastic sweet. open. And we, we found out later that Russell was one of the founding members of the compound.
1: Yes. Russell so and So he was Martha. a very
0: important person in this world. And now they've lost him. And mm-hmm. come to find out they lose another one later on in the episode. Phil. Phil.
3: Yeah, Phil.
0: Not Phil! Yeah, Phil. <laughs> But I mean, but it does make you wonder, like, okay, so Otto, Otto founded this compound with four uh, with four people, including himself. And now two of those people are gone. We I don't Mm -hmm. know if we've met the other guy yet. So he's looking for leadership. He's going to be looking for leadership, I would think. Mm -hmm. And I think he's going to peg Madison to fill that role.
1: And he's he's already he's already pegged Jake for that role, though, hadn't he? I thought he's kind of grooming Jake to, to well, take he, over the place. Of
0: course, but now he's just met Madison and he's seeing mm-hmm. her, you know, she's taking over. She's taking control and she's going out and volunteering to go on these missions to help find the, mm-hmm. the helicopter and that stuff. She's stepping up
2: mm-hmm. and that's
0: what a true leader is. And I think he's going, he's seeing that and he's going to want her to be more and more involved. And then he's already handing over the keys to Russell's house, basically, to Nick for him to rebuild and for him to want to stay put on the compound and want to be a part of the community. So
3: So why is he so smitten with Nick? Because <laughs> he sees he a kin-
1: he sees a kindred spirit there in some respects. And he also I think he also looks at it as his ability to, you know, entice this family to stay. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah, and almost as a
0: do over, I think, for Troy. Yeah,
1: he's got a, he's he's building a connection with with Nick in hopes that you know Madison and Nick and all of them, even though I will tell you this, Kim, the one thing I will say about Jeremiah and Madison, I'm not sure how much Jeremiah trusts Madison to tell you the truth. Even when she volunteered to go out on that thing, he looked kind of dubious at there for a moment.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: you know, what's your motivation for wanting to go out there with them? You know, now it could be taken that he was just happy that she did it. I don't know, you know, but
3: I I think he was more just surprised that she volunteered and she's definitely like Kim saying, she's stepping up. So she's getting her name, you know, her face Mm -hmm. in front of him as much as possible. And I think it's just trying to, um, you know, bolster that confidence in the relationship between the two. And yeah, I mean, it does seem like he, he, he showed her the storehouse to try and convince Mm her, um, you know, of, of what they had when, Mm -hmm. when he showed all the supplies and things like that. So, Um, he's definitely trying to convince her to stay. Um, and that uh, this is a good place for them. Ophelia, on the other hand, he's not really trying to convince her. You mean to Luciana? Stay.
0: Luciana. Oh, I'm Luciana.
3: sorry. Luciana is not trying to convince <laughs> Yeah, we haven't we haven't been
1: graced with Ophelia's presence yet. No, not yet. No.
3: But yeah, but, yeah, but I no, can see
0: right. where he I mean, to what Scott's saying, I could see where he would be a little untrustworthy of her mm-hmm. just because she did try to kill his son, poke his eyeballs out. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. Mm-hmm. So he's probably like, why do you want to spend time with my son out on this mission? Dangerous mission where you could be killed?
3: I'm still wondering that myself. Especially when he's like doing his little funny wave gesture to Nick Madison, on the way out.
1: Madison is playing a very, very dangerous game with him. Yes. yes. And she's, she's threading the needle. Yeah, when
3: she says, oh, he won't kill me. I was mm-hmm. like, ah, might be a little overconfident there. <laughs> well, she was she was overconfident. Yeah, I mean, geez, she woke up in the middle of the night with the guy's knife on her neck. I wonder though if she was actually even that confident, or if she was just saying that so that I think no, so. I think you're right. Off.
1: Mm-hmm. I think she was trying to get them give them some confidence. <laughs> oh, by the way, I just remember I I remembered where I heard it the the burning in water, drowning in flame is a Bukowski.
3: Um, poem. Oh, it is. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, it's one of the poems from Bukowski. So yeah, there was uh, they were picking off the poets for this mm-hmm. episode a good bit because we had yeah. our, our other guy Phil that was reciting some poetry later on.
1: Yes, Phil was reciting my favorite poem.
3: Well <laughs> yeah. uh, we can't. We're not going to get into that yet, Scott. it's no, your favorite won't. poem. We're gonna, gonna hold, save it. Okay, I got it. <laughs> I got it. I actually
1: had I actually have it hanging in my office at work.
3: Oh, do you
0: really?
3: Yeah, that's
1: hilarious. Take a
0: picture of it. Prove it.
3: Okay. Yeah. I will. I will.
2: <laughs> I will. He's not do actually that t- at work, work right
1: now. I know he's, he's not. He's a hard worker, but he's not at work I will take a picture of it tomorrow. I've got one line from the poem on a piece of paper tacked on my, that's on awesome. my desk. That's mm-hmm. awesome. I'll send it to you. Don't worry. We need to get into. We'll get into that when we start talking about what happened at the outpost and so forth. So, uh, what did you think about what? What did you think about Nick? kind of taking the lead on cleaning up that house
0: I didn't understand that he was cleaning it up I thought he was just um scavenger well just kind of like looking around you know trying to figure out like what their life Russell and his wife's life was like in that oh, he, house
1: but he was scrubbing the wall
0: was he scrubbing the walls? Yeah, I didn't. Was. I
1: didn't understand that part. Yeah, he was standing there I didn't scrubbing the wall.
3: Yeah, he just well, he likes to be dirty, we know, and so well, maybe he was that, trying to yes. get get some of that charcoal all over him because he was just, just a little too clean from hanging out at the camp there.
0: If he really wants to live there, just tear the thing down and rebuild.
3: It was pretty quick to be <laughs> moving in on that place.
1: That's and what like. I That's, think. Like
0: the people aren't even cold yet, and the, that yeah.
1: place is that place is very old. Remember, it was before the Spanish, before the Mexicans. When the red man roamed the land,
0: yeah, but still, <laughs> I ain't gonna it. let it cool off. Yeah,
3: <laughs> it was
1: like exactly. still smoldering. <laughs> <laughs> Nick starts dragging they, a couch over.
0: They didn't even have a burial for their for Russell and his wife yet.
1: Well, I don't know if they found him.
3: We don't know. I mean, maybe they did. <laughs> he was actually cleaning the wall with a bone. It's like a rib bone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This bone was, is just yeah. not doing the job. He's like, man, this thing's like one of those magic erasers. Awesome. <laughs> I hate stucco. <laughs> uh,
2: it was
0: very interesting though that Jeremiah said that he used to live there and that yeah. who was it, Jake or Troy was born there? Jake. Jake. Jake, Jake yeah. In Over the in the corner. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. Um, Give the woman a bed. Yeah, you know, put him man. over in the corner. The mm-hmm. kid, old school style. <laughs> <Squat> <laughs> and then, and then the, the second, <laughs> then
1: the second wife wasn't having anything to do with that little house,
3: so he yeah. had to build a. Had to build a big bigger house. house but you know, uh, <laughs> Jeremiah was definitely getting into that gun.
1: Yeah, Jeremiah liked that gun.
3: Well, it was a, <laughs> it was a family heirloom. It's an antique, yeah. Yeah, I know. But he was, like, can you do better? Oh, he's can definitely get- the gun guy. Yeah, Look he's out. huge into his guns. Yeah. Every home that's, should have a gun. Isn't that what he said? Yeah, yeah. is that, that that's only the second conversation he's had about the guns. He was always, he, mm-hmm. he said, when he gave, or was asking Madison about the one that she took, he was like, oh, I always thought that was a woman's gun anyways.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Right, right. Now, his his life revolves around guns. Revolver. That's. <laughs> that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. <laughs> exactly.
0: But what may, what do you think is, is making it all click for Nick that this is, like, where he needs to be. Because he seems really, um, he's he's coming over to that idea that, okay, they need to settle down and this is a good place for them and it's safe and secure and Mm -hmm. that sort of thing.
3: Well, I mean, I think we can go ahead and talk about that whole relationship with Luciana as well. It's like, because... Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of it centers around that. Yeah, it, it all centers around that, but... I don't know. He keeps trying to convince her
2: uh-huh.
3: poorly that this is the place to stay, and she's right. she's like, no, we got, okay, well, whatever, but then we got to get out of here and cross the border, and, he, and she's yeah. just not getting the point of what he's the, talking these about. These fajitas are great, but we're leaving afterwards, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, he's like, well, we got eggs, we got hash brown. he's like, yeah, we got everything, and she's like, yeah, well, I got to get out of here. What that's, is across the
0: border that she needs so bad?
3: Uh, I don't
1: know. Is there another family
0: or something? I mean, everybody died in the...
3: The only thing
1: thing that she keeps talking about, or that Nick keeps bringing up, and he brings it up to Jeremiah, is that she thinks the monsters inside this compound are worse than the monsters outside the compound. Right. So she just wants to be out.
0: Right, but is that because they're all white people, or because, I mean, they took care of her. They nursed her back to health. So what has she seen that scares her so bad? Well,
1: the fact that Troy almost shot her while she's laying on the ground didn't exactly the Oh yeah, that's over. not a good one. Yeah, but I
3: mean, he's was one she, guy. Did was she even uh, awake for that? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Well, uh, the I mean the the thing that uh, Jeremiah says is that she can't get right with what has happened. Get ri- get right with what? The apocalypse?
0: Maybe the gunfight at the border oh. with Troy and Troy. Oh, that's t- true. Took over a lot you of know, I mean, people. And- yeah, that's very mm-hmm. true. Yeah, it's a good yeah. point.
3: I don't know. I don't know.
0: I mean, Troy Um, screwed up big time.
3: I mean, she definitely has no trust with these people. She's ready to bolt a moment, which is what Nick was in the first two or three episodes was doing the same thing. He was like, Mom, we got to get out of here. So now he is kind of turning a little bit more, again, unsuccessfully trying to convince her the same thing because he's like, I mean, he's got terrible excuses. He's like, we don't even have a plan. What are we going to (laughs) do? (laughs) <laughs> right. but really he just doesn't want to leave his family
1: right exactly and so.
3: she calls him out on it
2: mm-hmm.
3: you know uh, frankly I'm I'm just kind of tired of Luciana
1: um, well there you go Scott they got rid Deb- of her for Debbie you Downer. they got rid of
3: her for you
0: well yeah. we think
3: we think. We don't know
0: we don't she's tend looking to get rid for... of
3: people on the show
0: yeah she's looking for a way over the border but she hasn't found that magic door yet
3: she's going to find Daniel and Ophelia
0: mm-hmm. she'll find Ophelia <laughs> Well, affiliate
3: I feel on the compound
1: somewhere.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. Honestly. But why have we not seen her yet? Like, if maybe, they're holding... Do maybe you think they're it holding has a hostage?
3: something to do with the race. Race thing. The brown skin. Wait, you're saying she's in the ranch? hmm I think so. No. No, 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 no. Well, what then What would Jeremiah have done with
2: her? Well, I an, think... An
0: interview came out with... The actor who plays Jeremiah, and he said that he interviewed her on the border, and deemed her not worthy to come back to the compound, and he let her go.
3: That's right. Um, when she crossed the border, yeah. Do okay. They did say that that was him. People yeah. have said that was him. Do yeah, we know that was him? him? Do we see his yes. face? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was definitely him. We sure it wasn't his twin brother.
1: He doesn't have a twin. He would. Do you know with that, that? Yes. Okay.
3: All right, Scott is, all knowing. Scott is all-knowing. Scott is all-knowing. So we <laughs> just will take my Scott.
1: word. Take my
3: word. It will not lead you astray. Okay, so yeah, they they did. They came, they crossed paths at least at some point. So right. I just don't know if she's going to be I think maybe maybe she went back to the ranch and she ended up turning on him and stealing stuff and now she's an even evil, evil villain. And now she's the one that's running the Indians? Yeah, the Native American Well, tribe.
0: That's an interesting point too, because Dave Erickson, the showrunner, said Uh-oh. there is going to be a female villain who comes from over the border
2: to yeah. wreak havoc.
1: It's not it's not her though.
0: It could be. She could be pissed off enough. I've
1: already I've already seen the actresses playing the uh the villain. Fine. And it's not her. All right, that's screwing
3: up our theories here with your Sorry. facts. I know. <laughs> <laughs> devilish facts not cool yeah sorry
0: well hopefully we see her in the like soon we're already in episode five I mean come on
1: yeah she's she's a, she? she's a recognizable actress you'll see yeah
0: oh you mean but, the villain uh, yes yes okay yep
3: all
0: yeah, right exactly
3: okay exactly. Um, speaking of, of some uh, plot development that wasn't like hugely needed in this show
2: mm, uh-huh.
0: Strand
3: The Strand and Daniel thing. I thought we had already passed that bridge (laughs) as far as Daniel believing Strand. Like what was like them going back to the hotel and stuff. That seemed like a complete waste of time. Very pointless. And especially since they get into the whole thing. Then they get in the lobby and then Strand is like, oh, I actually don't know where she is. Like it just, it just You, know, like, what the you fuck? know what it you know what it felt like to me
1: is when when uh, uh on Seinfeld when George Costanza lied about having a home in the Hamptons to <laughs> his fiance's parents just kind of kept going and, with the lie. Yeah, they kept going and they kept taking him up on it, you know, calling his bluff. Yeah. And he, he was doing everything from creating the horses he owns and and everything. I mean, it's just kind of what was going on with Stan strand and uh and uh Daniel there. Yeah, Daniel's was just gonna Keep calling on. OK. All right. Let's go. Let's go, boy. You got it.
0: But I thought that whole thing was very unbelievable. Like, what what does Strand hope to get out of that by lying and by stretching it out like that? Well, maybe, what is, what maybe there's some
3: uh, maybe there's some point where he's, I don't know, able to escape or something like that. He's setting up a situation. But because, uh, I mean, Daniel's got a gun. He's got an assault rifle, like, with him the entire time, so I don't know if it's just because he's scared of him, but he is, he just keeps, I don't know, it doesn't seem like he's scared enough that he would not want to go with Daniel somewhere. Well, it's just, I think part of it is because he already
1: told Daniel he'd take him there.
3: Yes, but Daniel already told him it was a lie, and he was a liar, and that was bullshit.
1: You know, once the the dam was cleaned, cleared up, Daniel was like, well, uh, I guess I need to at least check.
0: Uh, but you could you could see silly. on Daniel's
3: face though he didn't believe it.
0: It's just super silly. I know it
3: was just that that whole thing's uh, silly setup, and then now mm-hmm. Strand is he's still alive. Yeah, but, that we well, saw But what over.
1: happened with
3: what happened to all the people in the hotel? Did they
0: get yeah? Over, that's a good question. They get o-
1: overrun by the crowds at the gates.
0: Well, it's possible that some of the people that they had brought into the hospital, the makeshift hospital, died and turned.
1: Yeah, and started I don't know. The place which was is torn what, up. Yeah, which inside. was what
0: they had talked about. Like, you could really screw this whole thing we got going on up by bringing all these people in.
3: They didn't have a camera crew. If they had a camera crew there, it would have been fine. <laughs> That's a good point.
0: True, true. It's,
3: it's really not a good point. No, it, but, it, all, yeah, it all went to shit.
0: But it was, it was pretty funny when they were sitting in the car and Daniel's like, I gotta pee. Oh, no. <laughs> that was good, actually that was <laughs> That was
1: funny, but you know what? It was so undaniel to me. I know. It was but it, it, was it didn't make sense. I mean I can't I couldn't imagine Daniel saying that. I know, Daniel's but you so know what cool it was and
3: collected and all this. I mean It was one of the first realistic things that I think someone has actually said uh in in a long time in some of these shows. Like really, I get to go to the bathroom. I like, just, come, I just... And, it didn't fit for me. No, it didn't. But the whole reason that Strand wasn't actually going to to well I shouldn't say it didn't fit. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. <laughs> I <didn't like> it. <laughs> Strand wasn't actually going to hit the right. He didn't want to damage because his car. he didn't want. Yeah, he didn't want to hurt the the jag. Right. And it's like, come on, asshole! I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> like,
1: then would get you out move and it and go already? to the bathroom? You'd be done before any of these Listen, walkers get anywhere Daniel's, near
3: you. He's a little older.
0: Might take some time. Yeah, it might. It yeah. might. Well, he's you know, got that he prostate
3: might Have an issue, <laughs> issue holding it sometimes, <laughs> and, and this asshole who's lying to It is tough to, to find depends in that world. He, you know, whatever he might want a bathroom. Maybe just he just like says, to be outside.
1: He said, "You you pull over. I'm going to mess up your Corinthian leather seats."
3: They did actually um, interview uh, Domingo after that too, didn't they? About Colin like, Domingo. Yeah, calling Domingo after that. And he, he said that he actually liked that scene yeah. especially because he's like, When do you see someone actually going to the bathroom on this show? It's like, <laughs> you know, there's no inhibitions uh-huh. now. Uh-huh. And so I mean, people are just peeing everywhere, you know? I mean, what the hell?
2: So it's, it was it's it was the zombie
3: apocalypse. Yeah. People dying, getting eaten and
1: shooting people and peeing, peeing everywhere. Them.
0: Yeah, there are more gross things to worry about than somebody's pee. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs>
3: Speak for yourself, sister. Mm. Nice. There were a couple of things like that, that in this show, that were kind of comedic, little asides.
0: Yeah. I think they're getting better at that, that mm-hmm. like, putting a little bit of comedy in.
1: I will tell you one thing, though, and this is... I'm getting a little a, a little annoyed with Troy's outright craziness, and that people would actually accept it. I mean, it's just, it's too over the top. I it's mean, like if it Negan. were... Yeah, if it were if it were more subtle or more or more um, mysterious in mm-hmm. nature, that you know, some people have seen it, some, but you know, but not just this overall craziness what this guy's doing. No one would have accepted that.
0: No, nope, I agree. And having to take out those walkers at the um, the police off the um, the
1: bus, the, the yeah, prison, you know, prison bus, prison. Bus.
0: Yeah. There you go. Thank you. Totally uncalled for, right. and. You could have just kept on driving. And now he's putting everybody's life at risk by having to show how awesome he is.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And Madison is like, yeah, I agree with you. Let's do this. And Madison, all Madison is doing is trying to show that she's tough, too. And she wants yeah. his people to see how tough she can be. But still, she's becoming a Troy.
2: Can
3: I just well, say something? She... Your, your point is very good. But? What was hilarious was your point during when we were watching, and you said, "So these walkers have been hanging out next to this oh. prison bus this entire freaking time, <laughs> yes. and now we have to take them
0: out." That's exactly. <laughs> but then I noticed yeah. they were probably trapped in the bus, because you know they're they, that all one hanging guy. out
3: around outside. But of the bus. still, yeah, you're they right. They just got out of the bus. Then. they were just like, I don't think so. They're just like wandering around the bus. They love their bus. That's where they came from. Yeah, it's
2: right. Home.
3: So why? So Troy's explanation that they might migrate. Mm, yeah. If they had migrated, right.
1: yeah, they ain't migrating, dear. They've been
3: there. They had to be there for a while, Troy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's going down there for the fun of it to kill them. Sure. Of course.
1: But it, just the just the, uh, the the crap that he pulled with killing people for his stupid experiments and so forth, word had to have been out about that. I mean, that's just not something you keep under wraps.
3: Oh, well, but during the killing the prison walkers, he's loving it every minute right. of it. And timing it. Yeah, and wouldn't he, like... Taking arms off and stuff just for the fun, mm-hmm. like not even trying to kill him. He was just trying to cut him up.
2: Yep. And I, I and doubt,
3: I doubt Madison's the first one he's put a
1: knife to someone's neck. Oh no. Too. So no. yeah, I I just to me it's 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 way too over the top. They should have uh, had him be more subtly crazy. Yeah. Maybe a little Hannibal Lecter type shit going on, but uh, more
0: scary that way. Although yeah. There's I mean, enough
1: reasonable people there that they
3: would say, "Ah, this isn't working. We're not doing this. Mm-hmm.
0: Get this
1: kid
3: out of here well the the guy that was sleeping next to Madison was not yet so reasonable,
1: yeah,
0: he right. turned his back on her that <laughs> was almost more
3: creepy than what troy did well, that's what i that's what
1: I mean I mean that's that that actually made me really say, You know what this is ridiculous how over the top this is yeah. um, and people just wouldn't accept it. There's enough people in that compound to stand up to to Jeremiah if they needed to. Mm-hmm. If something that crazy was going on, but most of his crazy is outside the walls of what they're doing. But it's you know, still, it's it's, his... it's it's out front. It's outdoors. It's not. It's not hidden in the middle of the night. Well, that's why Madison stood up to him towards the end there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, she's playing. She's playing a dangerous game because she's trying to endear herself to him. And that's that's where but I was. At was the confused. same time, yeah. She's also reprimanding him at different times too. So yeah, she's I'll... kind of she's treading the treading a you know razor thin line right there.
3: Um, I was confused about and that and it almost and
1: backfired for. her.
3: I was confused about that and then we also had a couple of people comment in on um you know they like where is she going with this because is she is she playing him, manipulating him or is she trying to take control? Like she's playing him. She is playing yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, she is playing him until she stands up in front of mm-hmm. his guys. And takes control and makes him look like a bitch. (laughs) Well she may be
1: she may be the one that ends up killing Troy. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. and hopefully not too long from now. But anyway, yeah, that's that's my only complaint is I just thought that the Troy character's been a little bit too whack job.
2: Mm hmm
0: Well, what's really whack job is old Phil with his scalped head Mm. and a crow eating his brains.
3: That was pretty gross. What what was your thought on that,
1: Scott? The whole thing... I had one big question about the whole scene to begin with. I wasn't... You know, as we get into the scene and, you know... and and, Well, Madison knocking off Phil was pretty gross. That was Mm. pretty cool, but pretty gross. You Mm -hmm. know, she stabs him in the brain. But one thing I could not figure out is they get captured by these Indians. And not... the, The Indians have killed this whole compound... Pretty brutally, it looks like,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: yet they let all of them leave. I to mean, deliver
0: a message. To so deliver yeah, a message.
1: that's fine. You send don't Send like
3: one or two. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, you don't. Why would you send more armed soldiers or unarmed soldiers, but soldiers back to the compound than you need to? You know, I mean, if they were willing to ruthlessly kill all those other people at the compound, why would they allow all that whole? group to go back i don't i
3: just didn't make
1: Maybe any sense they
0: to me. had a quota that they filled already
3: <laughs> I don't
0: no
3: i agree with you yeah especially like some of those guys were huge um and i wouldn't think that they would allow him to leave right uh, especially after what they've done I, I think that's a good point i didn't even think about that well phil phil definitely had the ultimate scalping though <laughs> yeah well i wanted to know what you thought about the that scene like when they they introduced phil Oh, it was incredibly creepy. I mean, I thought it was him great. reciting that poem was uh Well, I, well because some sometimes you say, okay, that's over the top. They that was gruesome. Mm-hmm. That's uh, disgusting. Right. Gruesome. Well, first like, they show
0: the dead the burned bodies. Yes. Which I right. figured Scott would be not happy with.
3: Well, that one that one didn't bother Who, me, me as much, but No. Uh-uh. I know. I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. I thought that, that
1: was necessary to so see what happened to them.
3: The simple, that simple gag though of like his brain and the crow eating it and stuff is like, that's pretty rough.
0: That was like I, a Stephen King scenario.
3: Yeah, yeah. Out of a book. Yeah. That's, it's a poignantly awful scene. <laughs> it, it reminded
1: me more of, though, um, some of these old westerns where they uh-huh. would find someone in the desert who'd been yeah. lost and they're just talking to themselves and they're out out and out mad have gone crazy. And and this guy had, I mean, he had pretty much lost his mind um and mm-hmm. the crow was eating it. Um <laughs>
2: so, <laughs>
1: But uh but yeah, I mean the poem the poem just made it perfectly creepy.
0: Mm-hmm. That would be a p- awesome cosplay costume.
3: Mm, that would be an interesting cosplay
1: costume.
0: Next Walker Stalker, I want to see somebody dressed as Phil with a crow on mm. your head.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one that one bothered me. I guess that's why I, that's why I was beating the dead horse on that one. The dead uh, Phil. You mean you, you were thinking it was too over the top? <laughs> it was pretty over the top, even though it's a simple thing. It really isn't. Uh-huh. It's really not that gruesome, but it is um, but no, just I, because it, it's a lot. Li- it's a live person.
1: I don't, you know, and I, I agree with you. I think maybe I was enthralled with it because of the because of the poetry. I was so but happy to hear the poetry that probably didn't bother me as much.
3: It's more of a torturous
1: thing, I guess,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and that's why it bothered me. So do you, do you know the uh, do you oh, know, know the weak. poem? <laughs> Do, do I know the poem? Uh huh. It's the
1: Antagonish,
3: <laughs>
0: yes, by
1: William Hughes
3: Mearns.
0: Correct.
3: Which is after it's named after Antagonish, um, in Canada, I believe, which is actually a town in Canada. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm not familiar with that part. Really? Yes. Wow. That's at least that's when I was yeah, and it's it's appeared in tons of movies and TV shows and. I had never known it before, but when I heard the words, I was like, mm-hmm. That is creepy as hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. It was Nova yep. Scotia, actually. In Nova Scotia? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So if you ever get a chance to read that poem, it's definitely uh it's definitely, if you like the creepy stuff, it is one of
3: the creepiest. Well it's it's supposed what I was reading, it was actually supposedly about uh, or based on ghost stories. Right. Do you have right. the poem? Do you want to read it? Yeah, I've got the poem. You want me to read it? Yeah, read it. Yeah, read it. I think so. All right. Here's the poem. I was going up the
1: stair. I met a man who wasn't there. He wasn't there again today. Oh, how I wish he'd go away. When I came home last night at three, the man was waiting there for me. But when I looked around the hall, I couldn't see him there at all. Go away, go away. Don't come back anymore. Go away, go away. And please don't slam the door. Last night I saw upon the stair... A little man that w- who wasn't there, he wasn't there again today. Oh, how I wish he'd go away.
2: <laughs> that's good.
3: Yeah. So is it about the um, Walker and his? Man, I, which, okay, his name's Walker, which I think is funny. Yes. yes but But right. um, so is it about Walker and his guys that? Is, do you think well, no. I mean, the, 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 I think
1: the poem is about madness.
2: Hmm.
1: I think the poem is about losing your mind. Okay. And and I think that that's why he was reciting it because the guy had lost his mind.
0: Very good, Scott. I totally agree with you.
1: Thank you.
3: Thank you. Well, he was he was in the act of losing it piece by piece, like you said. Right. Right. Um, did you ever see the movie Identity?
0: Yeah.
1: With John Cusack. Oh yeah, so that was far. a good one. That was the best use of this uh poem I've ever seen cuz remember when the when the van is driving away at the end and he kill you know he's killing the people in the van mm. and they start reciting that poem.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, okay. And it was all about his madness. Yeah. Very poignant. Well, hey. you guys, you want to take a break for a minute?
0: Yeah. Yes. Yep.
1: Got to reload. We will be back in a minute. Yeah. Alright everybody, we're back (laughs) What we want to talk about right now We gotta bring this out We gotta talk about Alicia Alicia got a groove
3: on Okay, do we really have to talk about this? Is this really neat? And and
1: Alicia Took a hell of a jump Oh yeah (laughs) <laughs> I mean, one hell of a jump. They showed the picture of her staying on that cliff. She had to be 50, 75
0: feet high up
3: Did, there. Was and Jake it... <laughs> going to actually jump in there with her?
0: No, he wasn't there. He well, wasn't there. But it made she was you think herself. that she was going to commit suicide. Uh-huh. Like you thought that she was jumping off a cliff and then there's a body of water underneath her. But hello, there could have been walkers underneath that water.
2: Oh,
3: more floaters. Floaters, totally.
0: There could have been sharks. <laughs>
3: okay. Lake sharks. sharks.
0: That water was very, very blue, too. Like mineral blue.
3: Was that a bad thing?
0: No. Okay. It was pretty. So it's kind I of was Sand actually...
3: Sand is land
1: blue? Yeah. Like not real.
0: Yeah. Kind so of the she... blue
1: that you get at the Masters t- golf tournament?
3: <laughs> so, so she's she's jumping just to what? Is this Blends like the, herself? Yeah, is this yes, like the only yes. thing that's gonna like her uh, up to reality? Did you think she was gonna, she
1: did you think she was was gonna commit suicide or something? Well, so it takes them, no. Like,
0: Take some clothes no, off.
1: That never entered my mind at all. I'm just
0: kidding. No, it made you think she was going to do that. Not me. With the way the camera angle was, it was like they they weren't showing you what she was jumping off of, except that it was a cliff. They didn't show you what was at the bottom until she actually splashed into the water. So it it gave you that illusion, yeah. It gave you that illusion that she was doing that, but we all know, I mean, she's one of the main characters. She's not going to be committing suicide right now.
1: No, I mean, Life I, is I, not I, that bad. It's funny. I don't think the suicide thing ever even popped into my head when I was watching it.
0: Mm, well, it did mine, but I mean, I knew she wasn't going to be doing anything stupid like that. But it's got to be, sw-
1: for- be a bitch to swim with those boots on, or the jacket.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: but she she had <laughs> she had her cleansing. You know, she's cleansing the the troubles off of her.
3: No, she's looking for an adrenaline rush because well, she laughed after she came up. Yeah, yeah. which was, that's the rush right there.
0: I mean, but, I've done that before. Mm-hmm. Haven't you ever jumped off a bridge when you were stupid and teenager?
1: I mean, I've jumped off of, yeah, I've jumped off of stuff, but. Mm-hmm.
0: I jumped off mm-hmm. a 40 foot bridge into mm-hmm. a river one time and broke mm-hmm. my tailbone.
1: And see, that's why you should not do that. I Folks, jumped off. folks at I home, please do not try this at home. I jumped em off. was being very stupid at that
3: time. A concrete boat. That oh, was yeah. sixty feet up.
0: Yeah, one toy. Oh, did Didn't feel you, good. You. Did it?
3: No, it didn't feel too good. <laughs> Especially because I you, was try trying to do a belly flop.
0: Oh God! No,
3: <laughs> no. You'd kill yourself. That was yeah. That was a bad move. Mm. Although making a concrete boat is not a good move either. Yeah, yeah I don't get not. the concrete <laughs> boat one. It doesn't, doesn't float I've, very well.
1: It <laughs> kind of lost me there.
3: <laughs> that sounds like problem. a long sounds like a
1: dream.
0: But Jake and Alicia got together. Yes. Which we all knew was inevitable. I guess. Well, I could sense it coming.
3: Okay. I Yeah, I had no, nope, nothing there. I th- I was happy with her hanging out with, uh, what's her name, Gretchen?
2: Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: For yep. Bible study? Yeah, the Bible study people. I had no, I didn't think Jake, I thought Jake was a side issue. Nothing that she would ever be involved with.
0: He was a side piece.
3: He was a side piece that she got a piece of. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's right. Okay, that's right. And now we've dealt with that piece. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Luciana right. took off too. What's that? Luciana took off. Yeah, I think we established and Luciana
1: that. Luciana took We're off, dating. and yeah. I'm really she, not caring.
0: She didn't like her her lovely dinner in the house that Russell built uh-huh. over with the stars, and
1: for some reason she really loves that wall.
0: She does. She does, but she's, she's chosen, she's chosen whatever is out there over Nick. Uh-huh. Sucks for Nick. Well,
1: maybe we'll find Nick to be more inclusive into the community now and not worry about her. But my guess is he will go out after her.
3: Yes, I agree. Uh, yeah, I would think so, too. Um, but I, Which is I a shame. I
1: kind of liked having him just in the compound. You know? I do, too.
3: But I, I am surprised at, uh, I guess, how little effect it had on him when she was gone. Didn't seem to I, affect him. He quite may have so half
1: expected it, you know.
3: Yeah. Well, I hope so because she was kind of like telling him, "Let's leave mm-hmm. for days," right. <laughs> and he wouldn't yep. leave. Yeah. So. And um, she I guess, saw that yeah.
1: he was setting up house there, and right. uh, was convinced her to uh, Adiós, muchacho. Yeah, adios, muchacho. She... Adios, muchacho. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kim. It's time for your favorite part, baby. Oh, Kim. Here we go. Are you, ready, go. Are you ready, ready for this? Yep. All right, Kim. What was your hit of the episode?
0: My hit of the episode was that Nick is choosing family over a possible love interest. Hmm. I think that he's come a long way in the past three seasons. His mom and both of both his mom and his sister have proven to him that they are there for him. And that they only have his best interests at heart. And he's finally coming around to see that, yeah, that's true. But also that family, that blood is thicker than anything else in this world. And the people that are in your family are the people that you can depend on and who will always be there for you. And he's finally choosing family. And I love that about him. It it makes me feel like he's, like he's come over a huge hump, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Like he's breaking through the addiction.
3: And I think your hit is gonna be, as we just discussed, axed in the next one when he goes out (laughs) to find her.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It could uh, be, but for right now I'm living in the moment. Okay,
2: that's good. From this
3: episode, that was your hit. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Very good.
1: Mine is, and we touched on it earlier, was the beginning of the show. The the old couple. Oh the couple.
2: Yeah. That was dancing.
1: I thought that was fantastic. It was uh, poignant, touching, and like I said, that little mix, little tiny pinch of humor in there made it even more perfect. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I think it was good.
2: That's cute. Mm-hmm.
3: And mine had the other pinch of humor. Mm. And that was when Jeremiah was discussing how he got off alcohol. <laughs> yeah. And he I said... Oh, he said that uh, he almost shot his dick off.
0: Oh, <laughs> That's right. He <laughs> was drunk
3: shooting a deer.
0: I forgot about that. <laughs> I just love the way. Was just, just a little
3: moment. And it was just like it just kind of shocked you. It was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess that. Well, that it would even work. shocked Nick. You can see Nick just
1: crack
2: up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that was uh. cool. I, my other hit was um, the discussions between uh, Troy and Maddie. Even though mm-hmm. there was confusion as to um like you said Scott the dancing around the conversation where she was trying to lead the whole thing and, right, and her right. control over it um i think that was possibly the the most entertaining part of the the episode was kind of seeing how they were mm-hmm. dealing with each other and how the cards were falling. Uh, Madison has
1: definitely become a very interesting character. Yeah.
3: in this this time. no matter yeah. how much he's overly crazy mm-hmm. I mean you're just it, it's it's kind of setting up for him to just get axed. Mm -hmm. as well at some point but i mean they're they're gonna have to keep him there as the antagonist you know for a little while yeah for a little while we got well i mean we got engines on the uh, on the border that's true we we've got our new our new tribe in here that's that's probably going (laughs) to be be the new antagonist so uh troy's troy's days are numbered and let me ask you this This, just, just real quickly why in the hell would you drag off a helicopter a crashed helicopter Parts? I I don't know. Well, parts for another helicopter, maybe, that you have? Whatever. I doubt it. Yeah, I agree. I was like, what the... Okay, here's another... Can I just ask quickly, at the beginning, before even that, is... Mm -hmm. Were you guys following that they had, like, a whole outpost somewhere? Or was it just, like, a group Mm -hmm. going out somewhere? Coming into this episode, I thought they had, like, a group that was out, you know... Not scavenging, but maybe, like, doing some right. research and stuff out there. It wasn't necessarily, like, a whole compound that they had somewhere else. So when they came upon this other compound, I was thinking it was, like, well, maybe this belongs to these other guys.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
3: So I don't know. Maybe that was just because I didn't pick up on it before with the whole, or what That's they call it, that. the Omega something or other.
1: Yeah. I. You know, it's funny, Stu. Um, it didn't surprise me that they had a outpost out there because, yeah. for some reason, I remember hearing outposts somewhere. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was the last episode or whatever, but I, I agree with you, though. I did my my first inkling was that they were doing reconnaissance mm-hmm. and it was right. like a
3: patrol because um, they never brought it up when the helicopter went down. They never tried to go to the Alpha Outpost, which obviously right. was right near where <laughs> true. the um, yeah. the helicopter went down.
2: Exactly. So
3: I don't know. It just seemed weird to me. Yeah, it was a lot. I agree. I agree.
1: So, Kim, can you grace us with a
0: swing and a miss? Yes. So, my miss, we've already talked about mostly, is the fact that Strand lied and drug out that lie to um, Daniel, and I just don't understand um, what he hoped to gain from that lie about Ophelia's whereabouts. He could have very easily avoided the entire hotel escapade by simply saying, she left before we did. Sorry, I lied to you at the beginning, but here's the real truth. And then it would have been done and yeah, Daniel would have been pissed, which he's already pissed. Now would strand is stranded.
1: Well, you know, you know uh, the, his other option his would have just from. been, I know. you know, his other option would have been uh screw you, Daniel. Bye.
0: Yeah, he mm-hmm. had the car.
1: You know. Yeah. You want to you know, you go you can go to the hotel. I'm not coming with you now. I'm Hasta free. Vista. I'm
0: free. I, it was just um <laughs> I'm not gonna say it was a silly storyline, but it was an unneeded little segue there. Well, yeah, I, think it's, I think it's—I think that storyline
1: was actually kind of typical of some of the stuff we saw last year. Yeah. Um, what what makes it annoying, I guess, is the fact that there are so much more interesting story, much more interesting storylines going on right now that we don't want to waste time over there.
2: Well,
0: especially coming off the Daniel episodes that we have had this season. Mm-hmm. For his acting skills and for Strand's acting skills, Coleman Domingo's acting skills to be wasted on something like that. The whole peeing thing was pretty funny, but the rest of it was like...
3: The Daniel episode that we had. Yeah. The one right before this was very strong. And this, Uh yeah, it seemed Uh ridiculous. For him to be such a strong and insightful character and be able to, you know, suss out, you know, the truth out Mm -hmm. of people... And to have already figured that out with Strand, that he was lying, because yeah. why would Ophelia wait for him? Yeah. And now oh. we spend, like, you know, a couple scenes with them completely wasting time. I don't know. I, that, that, that one seemed weird to me, and I agree with you. That would be my miss as well, was the fact that, that Daniel believed Strand's lies after he already said he didn't believe his lies.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Just seemed very odd.
0: Although I'm glad to have um, the whole hotel thing kind of wrapped up in a neat little package, like that's done now, Mm -hmm. we don't have to go back there again.
1: Ah, still not needed. We think Strand's still there.
0: No, that's true. He is.
3: (laughs) He's at least running away from there.
1: Yeah. Who knows? He may run into the the hotel Denison somewhere down there. I don't know. I don't know if we've seen the end of those folks. They'll be looking at him, going,
0: "What in the hell did you come back here for?" (laughs) No. And then they'll say, help us, help us.
1: Yes. Well, my miss is Daniel yelling, I got to pee. <laughs> I just thought, you know, after what a was great. was your miss. Yes, because after such a great, uh, wonderfully acted solo episode he had last time. And Daniel is not a man to waste words. You know, I mean, he, he's he's not a conversationalist. Exactly. You got to pee. He's got nose. You're going to be like, he's, Dude. I he's got no piece. sense of humor. I just, no, I just to me, I'm just like, oh, come on, that doesn't sound like Daniel at all. I, if you had Strand say it, then that would have been funny.
0: Yeah, for Daniel, is kind of crass. Yeah, it wasn't just, sophisticated enough.
3: Yeah, but he's dealing with Strand. Who, he's like, he doesn't give a shit about Strand. I know. He. So he's like, it. stop. Because who knows how long they were sitting there waiting for walkers to go by before Strand right. was going to be comfortable enough to drive his jag through it. And right. Daniel's finally like, Dude, I gotta pee. Can we go now? He could have just gotten out of the car and peed, mm-hmm. for God's sakes. Or he could have just, like, pointed the assault rifle at him and been like, Can you move it along now? Uh-huh.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Or he could have just peed on the seat. Or he could have peed on the strand.
2: Uh-huh.
3: All right. That's Next. enough of that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. Move it along.
1: Moving along.
0: <laughs> so we do have a bunch of listener feedback. So, um... Thanks everyone who wrote we have, in. We
3: have listeners? We have a lot of
0: listeners. When did that happen?
3: Not only do we have listeners, they actually commented on what? stuff. It's pretty awesome.
0: We love I all am, of you. Hopefully I we got am everybody off Twitter. Shocked. So Dakara said another strong episode. Can see some relationships forming and others on the ropes. Still can't believe we haven't seen Ophelia. Maybe next episode.
3: Maybe. Oh. Misty Rain said, I thought Madison was going to be nicer to Troy. Get on his good side. But taking control may be the way. Maybe. That's very true. And th- that goes back to what I was saying before. Um, you know, it's it, like, where was she going with her actions on mm-hmm. that? I don't know.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: We shall see. Emily Veltkamp said, I'm enjoying
1: this season a lot more than the first two. I think the show has possibly hit its stride. Another thing... What is with Madison and people's eyes this season? I can't deal with injuries, but not the eyes. <laughs> That's a good point. She put that uh, nightstick right into that dude's eye, that Walker's eye at the prison. At van. The
0: prison man. I had forgotten about that one too because when Emmeline wrote in and said that, I was like, what is she
2: talking about?
3: That was really totally. cool. The way she a telescoping that wa- uh, yeah. nightstick. Yeah. 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 Do you know how that knew- thing works? She slammed she sure it on the ground. I actually that thought thing the same out. thing. I thought the same thing. I was like, man. She used one of those before? Well, that's why Big Mountain said, Hey, I take back what I said. Yeah, even though he did uh, help her because he took right. out one right. with the crossbow or the. Right, but I think he was impressed that she took out the other one the way she did. Yep.
0: <laughs> Paige Vaughn said, Luciana seemed to heal quickly. I was a bit annoyed with her basically making Nick choose her or his family. I understand her not feeling comfortable around Troy and having reservations, but the people at the ranch did help save her, and I think she should give it more of a shot. I wasn't surprised at all that she left. Also super curious as to how the hotel hotel fell so quickly. Lastly, I'm very interested in this Native American storyline. Their population has always been plagued with having their land taken, which is unfair. I'm rooting for them to have the opportunity to reclaim it now that the rules of society surrounding land ownership are gone.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Every land's
3: been taken from somebody at some point, though.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, Evan Brookman said another solid episode for Fear the Walking Dead started with some sweet granny on grandpa gumming action. (laughs) Followed by a fire that uh, broke Jaws' lame-ass bucket brigade fire department was never, ever putting out. They may as well save the water and sang kumbaya. Then switch scenes as to Madison letting people know she's a badass because she survived in the Badlands. Ha, that's a totally different AMC property. I get she can't let herself be steamrolled by Troy's recon squad, and for all we know, this band of merry men we bagging groceries and selling insurance pre-apocalypse. But for her to proclaim herself big-time survival queen, that's a stretch also. She has had her ass saved a few times, and again in this episode. But not that there is anything wrong with getting some help surviving this hell on Earth, but I think she is proclaiming ability she only sort of possesses. Nice. <laughs> nice. Brandon Mitchell said, I'm
1: enjoying Fear of the Walking Dead more so than... The Walking Dead. Um, the movement of the story, character checkbacks, and the creep factor has turned up a few notches. That guy with the crow eating the back of his head, and he's repeating himself. The old couple at, in the beginning, that was weird. Did she die overnight? They showed dentures on the table. Did did they belong to her? Thoughts? I. Of
0: course I'm, they belonged to her.
1: They belonged to her, and, and I'm the lady died in the night. I think that
3: was pretty obvious. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she probably died of natural causes, had a heart attack.
3: Yeah. I thought the same. at like, The first I was like, how'd she die? That was the first thing I thought. Like, mm-hmm. what killed her? But, yeah.
0: I mean, when you have an elderly population, that's something you're going to have to, like, consider on mm-hmm. a regular basis. Or any yeah. population. Even if you have children, they could die at a moment's notice, and all of a sudden you got little whippersnappers running around biting your ankles.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you remember... Um in The Walking Dead, I think it was the first or second season. Second season, I guess, when they ran across the the gang, the street gang that which they thought was a street gang that was actually protecting the old people in the hospital. Ah, uh, the Vatos. Yeah, mm. that's when they oh, when they right. ran into Glenn. Yep. Um. Yeah, those guys probably had a little bit of an issue with that.
0: Mm-hmm, Exactly. And even in season three, when Patrick died from the flu, yes, in right. the shower, and mm-hmm. he came back and started killing everybody.
1: Poor Patrick. That was sad.
0: That was a good episode. Mm-hmm. Sure. Back when The Walking Dead was super-duper awesome.
1: Yep, exactly. Um, Kim, have you got any news to blow us away with?
0: I do. There's quite a bit of entertainment news today. <laughs> Steven Yeun from The Walking Dead, who we all know and love as Glenn, mm-hmm. has a new film coming out tomorrow, as a matter of fact, and it's called, uh, I'm going to butcher this, I think it's Okja, or Okja. It's yeah. a Korean movie. It's being released tomorrow on Netflix. It's actually and got a pretty
1: good cast in it.
0: It's got an awesome cast. Giancarlo Esposito, my man, uh-huh. he's uh-huh. on there from Breaking Bad. Tilda Swinton, Anshou Heun, Paul Dano, and Jake Gyllenhaal. They're all in it. Yep. Um, but it's the story of a super pig, like a huge mutant pig. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was developed for the meat industry and this little girl who raises the pig as a pet. And then it's kind of like, um, Pete, the magic dragon Mm -hmm. where they come and steal him away.
1: Right. That's kind of what I was saying when I saw the previous. Yeah. Like that.
0: And the pig is super duper cute. Super Mm -hmm. cute. So it's kind of a love story type thing between this girl and this pig and how she fights to save him. But, um, this is, The director is Bong Joon-ho. This is his first English movie. Or no, his second English movie. His first one was Snowpiercer. But it debuted at cons. And apparently there's been like some major debate over this movie being released. Akja being released. Why? um, Because it debuted at cons. And it's a Netflix movie. So it's mm-hmm. never been showed in a French movie theater before, which mm. apparently, like, those are the rules at Con. It has to be shown in a French movie theater, and then there's a um, there's a three-year lockdown on those movies that are shown in the theaters before they are allowed to be released directly to a streaming service. So this one, you know, didn't Was go— Was made to th- by
1: the streaming service. Right. Itself. So it
0: didn't go to the theater, so the people in France are all up in arms.
1: Well, what's going to happen then is Khan's is going to lose a lot of good movies. Because well, there's some of the stuff coming out directly from these streaming services are, is fantastic.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And so apparently attra-
1: and it's attracting top talent too.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, no, apparently Khan changed their their rules. So it's the other people who are going to have to figure it out. Like they'll be gotcha. fine. Mm-hmm. Um the next little bit of news is that the movie score, a film music documentary is now in limited release. It is a movie um, about the composers who create the music behind the movies that we all love, like E.T. and Jaws and those sort of things. But it also features Bear McCreary, who did The Walking Dead music. Mm -hmm. And it talks about how they came up with their um, compositions and the, the whole process of going from just an idea to the big screen. And what that music means to people and how it makes you feel and how a movie is pretty much nothing unless you have that music. And like I know for myself, when I was studying in grad school, when I was studying for my thesis and that sort of thing, um, I would play those composers in the background as I was studying. I don't like classical music, but I love those big composers. And so it always so, made me like it pumps you up.
3: Yeah. But like it also relaxes fear of you the You just have that play over and over again.
0: Yeah, I mean everybody knows the jaws music too. Like that's iconic. But they have a lot of interviews with um Hans Zimmer, Trent Reznor, Nine Inch Nails, Whang. <laughs> Bear McCreary. So <laughs> Scott thinks it's boring, but I think it sounds like an awesome movie. I think
1: it sounds like a lovely thing to have on in the background.
0: So y'all go watch it and prove Scott wrong. Exactly.
1: Scott, Scott loves white noise. <laughs> I'm gonna. I, I feel like I'm listening to some right now.
3: Well, screw you. Not, not getting any points on that one, Scott. No, I never do. No. What else you got for us, Kimmy?
0: All right. So the next little thing is that Glenn Close has been pegged to star in a new zombie show called Sea Oak, which will come out on Amazon. Okay. So another streaming movie or show. Um, The show also stars Jane Levy from San Raimi's um, Evil Dead remake. Uh Uh And she was in Don't Breathe. Glenn Close was just in The Girl with All the Gifts, the other movie that I want you guys to watch about zombies. Mm, Right. But Sea Oak is a mix of zombie drama and family revenge comedy. The show, it gets its title from the name of the dismal housing development where the characters live. So, okay, this is pretty funny. <laughs> so, it's it's supposed to be a comedy, so I think this is actually going to be interesting. Um so it's about close and her extended family, including a nephew who works as a stripper and two good-for-nothing nieces who live out their sad days in this housing complex. Um so and and Glenn Close p- plays a timid, childless spinster who dies in the home. And comes back to life as a rage-filled zombie who terrorizes nice. the nephew and nieces. Well, that's good. Okay. That should be yeah. interesting.
1: A little bit like the Double Wars Prada? Uh,
0: Zombiefied, yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. Good.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then another Jane Levy show is coming out. So she's in a couple of things right now. She's been cast in Castle Rock, the Stephen King show. Oh, Get nice. out of town. And guess who else is in Castle Rock? Who else
1: is in Castle Rock, Kim?
0: They just cast Sissy Spacek.
1: Uh, really?
0: Yeah, really? from Carrie.
3: I just peed myself.
0: Castle Rock, just to update all of you in case you've been living under a rock and haven't been listening to our podcast, <laughs> it's going to air on Hulu and it's produced by J.J. Abrams. And it combines the mythological scale and intimate character storytelling of King's best-loved works weaving an epic saga of darkness and light played out in a few square miles of Maine Woodland.
3: Wow. You just came up with that. That was so I eloquent. <laughs> i tell you what, that was very eloquent.
0: <laughs> so, yay. Nice. That's it. Great. All
1: right. Very cool. Um, next time on Fear the Walking Dead, which is season three, episode six, Red Dirt. Loyalty wavers at the ranch. News of incoming danger spreads in the community. Madison struggles to keep everyone together. Nick grapples with the hard truth. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that means that, that his main squeeze split.
2: Yes. Yes. That
1: would be the hard truth.
0: Um, but why is loyalty wavering at the ranch? What's going on? People aren't trusting Mr. Otto well, anymore?
1: Maybe, or maybe they're
3: wavering on on uh, crazy ass Troy. Well, because they didn't actually get back to the ranch at the Yet. end, right? Right. Like right. that that was what right. the uh the season or the, the little snippet for the next show was saying, is that they're coming in and it was just kinda mm-hmm. craziness. Are freaking. Yeah, craziness ensuing. Yeah, I think I think it has to do with Troy being a little bit crazy and 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 I mean, people's people's um confidence in J- Jeremiah. Yeah, because he's all in on his son who is nuts. Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm.
1: And because they have a community that, that around them that just shot down their only helicopter and things like that. Yeah, they're scared. mm mm-hmm. I'm scared.
0: I'm too. I'm a bit scared. Hold, hold me. Hold me. Yeah. I was gonna say that. Oh, jinx. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, that's great, Stuart. You, Stuart's got to hold the both of us. Huh? Yeah, not,
3: no. <laughs> a bit of a distance.
1: Yes, go um. the distance.
0: So, in addition to having Fear of the Walking Dead on Sunday night, we also had the season premiere of Preacher, a two-night season premiere.
3: Absolutely.
0: It was awesome.
3: It was incredible. blew me away. Yes.
0: So happy to have Preacher back. So, if you guys have any comments about the two-night season premiere of Preacher, go ahead and leave us some some comments on Facebook and on Twitter, and we will read those on our Preacher-specific podcast that we will be recording later in the week
1: also if you haven't seen the first two episodes of preacher you're out of your mind go watch them they're fantastic
0: it was amazing be fun yeah
1: best characters on tv
0: so stay tuned later this week for us to release our preacher specific podcast um so from now on while the two shows are running we will be doing two podcasts a week so don't forget
3: that's right yes By the time this airs, you will have one day to get us a comment. This is true. If you don't get us that comment, sorry, it's not making it in. I know. Up and at them, folks. Up and at them, folks. I know. Work hard.
0: Lord knows Kim does. (laughs) (laughs) We all do. (laughs) We all do, because we love it. We love all of you. So thank you for listening to another episode of the Fear Me podcast. You can download our episodes from your favorite podcasting site. And as I said, you can find us on Twitter at Fear Me Pod and on Facebook at Facebook slash Fear Me Podcast, on the web at fearmepodcast.com, and you can email us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.
3: Good night. Good night. When the sun comes shining,
2: the I was strolling, and the wheat fields waving, and the dust clouds rolling, and the voice coming chanting, and the fog was
1: lifting. This land was made for you and me